So you want me to intro it? Sure. Okay. Are you ready? Hit the gas. Action. Oh. Tore it up. Oh. Hola, bienvenidos al gathering. Este domingo, domingo, domingo. Go. Go. Is that recorded? That needs to. And then. ¿Dónde es el baño? Me gusta la biblioteca. Go. Have y'all ever seen the first semester Spanish love song? No. <laughs> no. It's a guy who writes a Spanish love song to some some Latina, and he only uses Spanish that you would learn in first semester of Spanish. <laughs> it's amazing. What? We'll watch it later. Can we play it now? Is he copyrighted? <clears throat> it's on YouTube. Y'all want to hear it? Yeah. Just play it. Hola, señorita. Como te llamas? Me llamo Mike, me llamo Mike. ¿Dónde está el baño? Feliz cumpleaños. ¿Qué hora es? ¿Qué hora es? La 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 la. Me gusta la biblioteca. Vivo en la Casa Roja. Yo tengo dos bicicletas, muchos gracias y de nada. ¿Cuántos años tienes? Un momento, por favor. It's the one semester of Spanish, Spanish love song. Mi mama es bonita, mi gato es muy blanco. Perdóneme. Perdóneme. La 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 la. Uno, dos, tres y cuatro. Cinco, seis, siete, ocho. Nueve, diez. No remember how to say eleven. Antonio Banderas. Nachos Grande y Cinnamon Twists. It's the one semester of Spanish, Spanish. Love song. Au revoir. I love that he ends it with French. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it. Wow. That was special. I feel like I, um, I feel smart. I've grown as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Having watched that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well. Was that the intro? I think that was the intro. <laughs> Welcome. This is the Walking Together podcast. Hey. Hello. It is Nick, John, Kyle, and Jordan again. Again. What are we talking about today? Why? Why? Why do you ask? Why? So, uh, for obvious reasons, we're talking about why do we ask why? About what? What are we asking why about? 
Why do you ask? <laughs> You're twisting up my brain. <laughs> Why you want to know? <clears throat> I think the thought is um, creating a culture where asking why is commonplace. Why do we do what we do? Why do we do what we do? Well, what do we do? First of all, what's something we do? We gather. Mm-hmm. So why do we gather? Well, we're supposed to. <laughs> so uh, what is it? Uh, Hebrews ten twenty four. Sounds right to me. I think it's eighteen. But yeah, <clears throat> who's going? Who's doing the fact checking today? Fact checking, John. Gotcha. I think it's Hebrews ten twenty four. Kyle thinks you it's eighteen. Right. You could be right. I could be right. But why? Hebrews, what would you say? 10, 24? 10. 10. 24. It's just one of the reasons. I don't think it's the reason. 10, 24 says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. That's it? And then 25. Oh. Says... And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. What does 18 say? 18 says, And when sins have been forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. Amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I knew what I was doing. Well... Yeah, so we, we gather together because we were commanded to gather together. That's part of it. Yeah. The other part of it is we're better together. God created us to be in unity with one another, and we can't be in unity with one another if we don't spend any time together. Why? <laughs> so in a way, that's it's kind of like an expression of worship. So externally, we worship together, right? Mm-hmm. Um and because God commands us to do what? To worship Him, right? And so when we come together corporately to do that, it's just a, you know, a, an answering of His command that we put worship is, you know, valuing God above everything else. So that's just one of those things. So that's why we gather. Why? What's another why? What else do we do? We sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Why, why do you sing, Kyle? Because um, we're supposed to. Because we're supposed to. Why are we supposed to? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you read all through Psalms, that's one of the ways. You're going to be a because I said so, Daddy. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Because I said so. That's um, okay. I am too. But no, like if you read all through Psalms. We're told to sing, to dance, to play instruments. Um, I'm good at the first and the third. No one wants to see me dance, though. <laughs> but I think it's interesting that, like, even... Let's just take worship out of the equation. Like, almost everybody, whether or not they're a good singer or not, like, everybody everybody likes to sing. Right. Uh, you know, and everybody sounds better singing in the shower. Um You know, so I just think it's interesting that, you know, John talked about God created us to be in unity together, but it's just cool how everybody 
in so there's something inside that that just makes you want to sing and dance and I don't know all kinds of stuff. But it's I don't know. It's just like God put that in us, and it's just a natural thing. Uh, once we bring God in the equation and, and actual like singing and using our voices to worship God, how it's just it's something that just seems natural, you know. And it's yeah. not like a it's not like a we do it because we're supposed to. It's we do it because that's how we were created. Right. It's a, like it's an overflow of your heart yeah. because right. of what God has done. Yeah. And just you know, like Jordan was saying, you know, I'm probably not the best singer in the world, but that doesn't mean I don't sing. And one of the most free in feelings is like dancing or singing without worrying about what people think. Right. And the ability to do that is, is something that I would admit that I haven't mastered, uh, people's expectations and, and you know, people, some people will say, you know, well, I don't care what people think. I think everybody in some aspect cares about what people think. Yeah. So here's my, here's my favorite scripture to answer the why on that one. Um, it's Ephesians five fifteen through 20. It says, so be careful how you live. Do not live like fools, but live like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks to everyone, everything to God. And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, what does that what does that verse mean? Like in reference to what, why do you think God chose singing? Like, why do you think? I mean, going back to what Jordan said, yeah, but why do you think that we you can do it do anywhere? That? You can sing anywhere at any time, man. So you're hitting something near and dear to my heart, right? So like um, the music aspect of worship is something that uh, that God really fired up on in me really early on. Uh, just uh, before I even learned how to play an instrument or anything, um, I just always had kind of this connection <clears throat> with music. And... Um, and you go through and like reading through the scriptures and everything, you look at David like out playing his harp out in the field and, and writing got all these songs. And, um, you know, I think that it, you know, like, like Nick was saying, it's like an overflow. It's a, yeah. Having, having the ability to, you know, dance in the courtyard in your drawers is, is something I want to have without anybody's he, expectations. He danced with all his might before the Lord. That sounds like crumping to me. <laughs> Just saying. We're going to have to see that. David was a crumper. Yeah. He was flossing. (laughs) (laughs) David flossed before the Lord. With all his might. With all his might. He put Backpack Kid to shame. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a deeper purpose behind even some of the little things that we do. Um, Let me ask you this. Why? I'm just kind of looking through our whole Sunday morning. You know, we start off with coming together, 
the very next thing we do is start with a song. The very third thing we do is uh, meet and greet and kids time. Why do we do those? Everybody loves a high five. If you don't like a high five, there's something wrong with you. Well, it's hard to be a worship community if you don't know each other or have a relationship and it's just five, ten minutes of of giving people the opportunity to get to know each other, introduce each other. And, and uh, yeah, I think that's part of it. I think so, too. Building community. Why is community important? Because you can't be in unity with one another if you don't spend time together. <laughs> Common unity. So the gatherings, uh, kind of mission statement. I don't remember all of it. I remember the, like the first sentence of, you know, the gathering is a worship community of passionate people. Uh, and that's as far as I got. I think Kyle's trying to find it. Read it, Kyle. I can't see. <laughs> it is. All right. So it says the gathering is a worship community of passionate people loving God through our worship and sharing his love with others by being sur- surrendered to Jesus and living Jesus in our daily lives. That is the overall mission statement. Amen. So that kind of answers answers the question of that's our the why for the gathering, why we do what we do. And so we obviously make worship a priority, but what about John, you ask why a lot in in everything we do. So what's something else we do besides worship? Or well, why I, do we do it? I think even even like just talking about the um the in the importance of asking why to me is kind of at the heart of what we should be about as as believers like you know we if we don't understand why we're doing what we're doing in all aspects it doesn't matter what we're doing if we don't understand why we're doing what we're doing and we're just doing what was done before us then the heart's lost um i think of like the pharisees and jesus right like you know the pharisees were practicing the law and doing it like super strictly Mm -hmm. Um, but the heart motive behind what they were doing was lost over generations and generations of just checking the boxes of the things they were supposed to do i think jesus says to the pharisees you know I'm going to mess up the verse word for word, but your lips speak of me, but your hearts are far away from me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter so much what you do if your heart isn't right. First of all. So I try to make that practice. Like, I mean, that's just, just something God has really, I mean, started back in 2014, 2015. Um, the Holy spirit kept on saying to me, find the why. And I didn't really understand what that was. And so I, I kept on going, well, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like, uh, just it kept on coming up in my prayer time. As I was reading through Scripture, just different things would, it, it was like the Holy Spirit was just prompting inside of me and saying, find the why. Uh, to the point that uh, I was taking a, um, I was taking a, uh, a theology class. My, this is the first Bible class that I took. Uh, took theology 101 
And as I was going through that theology quest class, the reason why I took that class is because God kept on telling me, find the why. So I was like, well, theology, right? <laughs> like that's the way to go to figure that out. Uh, so I started taking this class and I was like, I was working on this class. And at the time I had just for the sake of brevity of this story, I'm not going to give the whole backdrop behind this, but I had lost my job and my wife had gone to work. Um, and was was pretty much being the primary provider for our family, um, and I was taking care of our kids while she was doing that. So um, I'm taking this class, and I'm supposed to be watching the kids and stuff, and I realized what time it was, and that it was like close to time for her to be getting home. And I panicked a little bit because I had done nothing but schoolwork, and the kids had trashed the house while I was doing schoolwork. So I was like... I've got to get this house cleaned up real quick. So I hop up and I left the room and I'm like, I go out in the kitchen and we had those little alphabet magnets. Uh, you know, the, the little letter magnets that go all over the refrigerator or whatever. Well, <clears throat> Cameron was like a baby. He was like just crawling around age and he had knocked all of them off of the refrigerator and they were just scattered everywhere across the floor in the, in the kitchen. So, Luckily, he didn't play with any knives. <laughs> but so I start scrambling to get all these things picked up. And I'm like taking all these little letters and I'm putting them back up on the refrigerator. And I get all of them off the floor and I realize that the Y is missing. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, God's telling me find the Y. And even through sticking these magnets up on the refrigerator, God's telling me find the Y. <laughs> and I was just like, man, that's so crazy. Uh, but it was like, Thing after thing after thing, God, God, just bringing that to the forefront. Ask, ask why, find the why. Um, so I've started. I've just made it a practice in in the way that I walk out uh, my salvation. The way that I, the way that I walk out in my life. Whenever I go to do something, I don't just go and do things systematically anymore. Um, I ask the question, why am I doing what I'm doing right now? And if it doesn't serve uh, me growing closer to the Spirit or or walking closer with Him or leading somebody else into walking closer with Him, then uh, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. So what is the... So the Did whole you purpose find the is why? intentionality. Did you... He just answered it right there. <laughs> the, the whole purpose is intentionality. It's it's what's your heart, what's your heart motive behind it. Not, I didn't find the why. I think yeah, the why was talking about the magnet. I, did, I never found the why on the floor. <laughs> no, I think it went underneath the refrigerator or something. And so let's get down to something a little not maybe so overarching as worship, but something a little more maybe singular. Like, why do you get up early in the morning? Mm-hmm. Well, I know personally for me. If I don't get up early in the morning, I've got four kids. So if I don't wake, if I don't beat them awake by at least an hour, then uh, me being able to connect with the Holy Spirit first thing in the morning is not going to happen because of how loud our house gets when the kids wake up. You mean wake up before them? What did I say? Beat, beat them, them awake. awake. <laughs> wake up! <laughs> wake up! <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant what I said. What I said. Oh, okay. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I mean, I was just asking for clarification. Uh, if I don't wake up before they wake up, then um, then the house gets crazy and life starts happening, and um, and then all of my thought process goes to what's happening around me rather than connecting with the Holy Spirit. 
it's funny when, uh, if you just ask a simple question of why do you wake up early? Well, then that, it just keeps leading to more questions. Well, mm-hmm. why is it important to spend time with the Holy Spirit or why do you even do that? Right. And that's the process, right? Like ask why about everything. So why is it important to spend time with the Holy Spirit? Because if you don't wake up and connect with him before all the day stuff starts, then um, the physical is loud. So, uh, you know, our, our body screams at us at what we need. The world around us is, is just brutally loud all the time. And, uh, and we've got to learn to turn that stuff down and turn up the volume on the spirit speaking in our lives. Um, uh, if you don't start there, it's kind of like if, uh, if I'm having a conversation with Kyle and we walk into a room of people who are having second, you know, their own conversations, I can, I can track that conversation with Kyle a little bit better than if I'm just in the midst of this room of conversations and then Kyle come, <laughs> comes in to start a conversation with me. Um, a good example of that. So yesterday, our family was, uh, we were doing, we had kind of a family discussion around something and it was some pretty deep topics. Um, and, um, the way that I'm wired, um, I'm a pretty deep thinker. So I have to like, I have to process, I process things internally. So if, if I don't finish out the thought of a deep thought, and then somebody comes and brings something to me, I'm probably not going to hear what they're talking about because I'm so focused on whatever it is that I'm trying to resolve inside my brain. So we had this family discussion, really deep topics. Um, and I was trying to kind of resolve in my head what we had just talked about and, and, and hear what God was doing through that, the midst of that conversation and Austin had already moved on. <laughs> so, so we we were in the van and uh, and Austin was talking about all the things that we needed to get done when we got back to the house. And she was like going through all this stuff with the kids. And I and meanwhile, I'm just driving and thinking about everything that we had just talked about in our family discussion. Um, and then Austin goes, or, or no, then then I had the thought. Uh, what are we eating for dinner? Because <laughs> because it was like we didn't have time to prepare dinner or anything, and that thought came through my head, and I was like, "What are we doing for dinner? Are we going to grab something?" And she was like, "I literally, literally, just the last words that left my mouth answered that question." And I was like, "I didn't hear a word that you said, so you're going to have to repeat it." Uh, but it's like that, like if we're not listening, if we're not actively listening to the Holy Spirit in our lives then all of the other things that consume our thoughts are going to take precedent over that. And and then, meanwhile, the Holy Spirit's speaking, and we're not hearing a thing He's saying mm-hmm. because we're so focused on everything else that's going on around us. Long answer to your question, why? No, I think that was a good answer. Um, just the thing that keeps popping out to me, and it's like I said, like the whole purpose is intentionality. Um, we see what intentionality does, uh, like the, the benefits of it. What happens whenever we just kind of let like life fly by and not live intentionally, not ask why, is that a bad thing? How do you start asking why? How do you start 
being more intentional. Yeah, I mean, well, if you just so we're we're in the world, and uh, you can't do much about that. And if if you just let life happen, then more than likely, you know, the world is going to kind of subconsciously start dictating what you do if you don't think about it. So I'm a person naturally, and it might just be human nature. I don't know if it's just me, but if, uh, if I don't make some kind of habits, then I'm going to naturally do what I want to do. And so I think even Paul says, you know, when talk in first in Corinthians, when he's talking about running a race, you know, I beat my body into submission mm-hmm. uh, because I know he's pretty much saying because I know it's good for me. Uh, do I like getting up early? Not, no, selfishly, probably not. But I know that either getting up early and, and maybe it's not because my wife's not a morning person, so she does most of her devotion or time with God right before she goes to bed. So it's like the last thing on her mind. So when she wakes up, it's the first thing on her mind. So it's not, there's no formulas with God. It's not like you need to start getting up at five o'clock and reading your Bible and that's going to fix you. The whole point is a relationship. I'm hungry, you guys. <laughs> was that that, that was my stomach. Whoa. I thought someone unzipped. I thought, Diana and that's my like a suitcase. That's my stomach, dude. Hungry. Like a creaking door. Sorry. My tummy interrupted. It's lunchtime. No, I'm glad that you said that because, you know, a lot of times it's easy for somebody to like it's easy like with John sharing his his routine and his habits of, you know, waking up an hour before everybody gets up. You know, if if that were the case at my house, that would be five o'clock every morning that I would have to wake up. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not excited about that. And, and then you said that Chrissy likes to do her devotional time at night before she goes to bed. Um, you know, I, the importance is being intentional with it, not necessarily when you do it, but that you do it and why, and, and the why that you do it. Do you do it just to check the box off? Or do you do it um, for a purpose? So, for me, um, we gotta know, eat soon. It's, it is. It is. <laughs> we the gotta same. wrap. We gotta wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> for for me, it is the same as far as like you know. I have to wake up at five o'clock every morning if I'm gonna beat everybody up by an hour. Um, so you gotta stop and, beating up your family. And I'm the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way as far as like, I don't, I'm not crazy about waking up at five o'clock in the morning, but I've trained myself like, like Paul's passage, you know, like I beat my body and make it my slave so that, uh, so that I won't be discounted myself. So it's, um, uh, it's one of those things for me, the, the reasoning behind why I chose the morning versus some other time in the day, um, is cause just reading through scripture, um, I, I looked at like people that, I, people that I really looked up to in scripture, like Paul, um, there's Daniel, um, you know, there, there's, there's numerous stories throughout scripture where it talks about rising early and waiting expectantly for the spirit to show up. Um, so 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I guess it's kind of my mentality in that. Like, um, maybe there's something to that early, early morning hours and the, the, I know for me specifically, um, like I said a minute ago, if, if I don't do that in the morning time like that, then the rest of the day and the rest of the craziness of life comes in and starts dominating my thoughts. So if I don't start off as on a fresh slate and go, you know what, God, you speak before any of this other stuff comes in and influences me before any of the, the busyness or the craziness of my schedule or, you know, the loudness of the kids in the house or, or any of this stuff before any of this stuff comes in, what do you, ha- what do you have for me today? And where, where are we going? Um, if I don't start there, then I find myself fumbling through the rest of the day, just, just kind of reacting to things as they come. And I think reactionary is the least effective. I mean, not only the least effective, but it's, it is never even fun to just live reactionarily right? or reactively. But I, but I will say off of what you just said a second ago, that's not for everybody, right? Like not everybody's wired like John's wired. Um, you know, God makes everybody's different. And, and like, so Austin, uh, winds up at night, right? So she's a night owl. Um, her best hours of the day are in the evening. So she should be meeting with God in those hours. Uh, we give God our first and our best. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's, that's kind of like prime time for my wife. I'm the opposite. Like it, but you get the best of me in the morning hours after I've woken up a little bit. Well, then wouldn't hers be her last and her best? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe just give him the best. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be the first or the last. Just give him the best. Yeah. <laughs> if, technically, if it was 12 a.m., it would be the first first. That's very true. Of the day. So you can spin it any way you want to, but it's, it's your heart posture. It, 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 you know, the whole point of that is through what John has said and, and Jordan is the whole point is you need to find time to disconnect from the world and spend time with God. If you want that relationship to grow and you don't want to miss what God's doing. You got to spend time with him. So that's the whole point I think from that. Well, that would be the why for everything. That'd be the why for going to church. The why for, you know, the, the why can't just be to gather and be around other people because you can do that. Any, you, you don't have to go to church to do that. Um, the, the why throughout our whole existence should be to grow closer to God and and no definitely I'm glad you said that I don't you know I don't want people to take I hope people don't take that as well you know as long as I get around a group of people you know yeah not saying you can't find God anywhere but some places are harder than others yeah 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 and I'm not saying you I'm not trying to tell somebody not to go to church because it's, it's very important. You know, a lot of people, Why? I'm a surfer and they're like, uh, the ocean is my church. I'm like, dude, you're just out there yelling at people. That's not your church. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, 
<laughs> so, I mean, so we started the episode just kind of asking the question why we do certain things on, like, Sunday morning. And I don't really want to go back around to it, but the whole que- the whole uh, process of asking why basically through everything that you do uh, throughout the day. And that is what I would say is important. I mean, because um, it does point to intentionality. And every, I mean, even the rest of the conversation, but, you know, there is a danger of not living intentionally. Uh, and so that, I think that's one of the main, re, main things that we wanted to point out in this too, right? It's like, it's good to live intentionally, but it's all, it's also because there's, um, there's bad things that happen whenever we don't live intentionally. So I think, uh, early on when we were, you know, the four of us are all pastors and we're all pretty new into uh, ministry. Uh, But a couple of years ago, we all were uh, going through the ordination process. And in that process, uh, we were spending time together in some of those questions. And John kind of posed the question in asking why, like to be able to, to know what even to ask is, you know, well, what is, what do you value or what's important to you? And when you, if you, I'm a father of two kids and I am married and obviously my relationship with God is important. So my priorities would be God, wife, kids. And so if that's the order of what I think is important, does, does my day reflect that or does my amount of time spent doing things reflect that? And so that's where you can start to even ask why or Mm -hmm. look at your day and be like, you know, well, I, spend a lot of time doing things for myself. So is my heart jacked up? Right. Right. But no, it was just, you know, a comment just to, if you don't even know what to ask why about, just think about what's important to you and see if it lines up. Um, you can ask why about anything. And, uh, I think one pastor says, you know, when you have a plan, everybody critiques your plan. Mm-hmm. Well, John, you get up at five. You think you're special than me? And uh, the one pastor said, you know, well, what's your plan? You know, well, I don't have a plan. He said, well, then I'll stick with my plan. Yeah. yeah. That was Robbie Gallaby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, and, and that's, I mean, for real. I mean, like if you're, if you're just wandering aimlessly about um, and then, you know, there's, you know, the next guy's got a plan for what he's doing, then you're going to be wandering and we'll see about, well, this guy's getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's kind of, uh, it's, it, to me, it's about stewardship. All of it, all of the Christian walk to me is about stewardship. It's the stewardship principle of what are you doing with the things that God's given you? If, you, if you're just tucking them away and, and not doing anything with them, uh, that's not honoring to God. Um, it's not good stewardship of what's been given to you. It's wasteful, and uh, I think that we've got to we've got to be better than that. We should we should be as as Christ followers. We should we should be following Him first of all, um, which requires us to uh, to be building on the foundation of what He's told us, um, and that requires intentionality. Just to to kind of pay. Uh, whoever's listening to this, just kind of pay your dumb tax a little bit. If you haven't, if you're not doing this and you feel, you know, I need to, I need to start asking some of these questions or I need to look at what's important to me. 
just know like when, when you get into scripture, like you, uh, your human nature because of the fall, because of Adam and Eve, you inherited that sin. So your sinful nature is going to be opposed to the spiritual truths and things you're reading in the Bible. So it's okay to know that you're probably going to be offended when you read some of these things. You're not going to want to do them. And uh, just remember that God just wants to hear from you. And uh, even if it's good, bad, or ugly, the fact that you're even starting is, you know, just take those small victories and build on them. It's hard for a dead man to be offended. Well, that's good stuff, y'all. Right on time. I think it's time for Jordan to go eat. I'm not hungry anymore. It left oh. me. All righty. Well, we'll still go ahead and end it. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of the Walking Together podcast. Don't forget that if you ever want to ask us a question or, um, you know, suggest a topic or anything like that, you can always visit uh, the website at gatheringsurfcity.com slash WTP. Uh, you know by now what the WTP stands for. You can go there, leave us a comment, find us on other platforms, yeah, there's a couple other things you can do there, too. Yeah, go check it out. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Look forward to hanging out with you again soon. Thanks. Ha, 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 ha.